Here we are. It's time for another edition of Jonesing for Football. Post-Father's Day weekend edition of Jonesing for Football as we are now approaching almost only a month away from the start of training camps all across the National Football League. Bill Jones along with Cody Winstead. And it was a great Father's Day weekend for me here in Texas. And I'm sure for you, Cody, as did you call your dad on Father's Day? That's my question. Oh, of course. I sent him a card and I sent him um, a gift as well. I'm a pretty good son, if I don't say so myself, Bill Jones. Oh, okay. You want to say what the gift was or you like to keep that a secret between father and son? Well, he'll probably listen to this. Um, it's going to be an outfit. Uh, we we sent him an outfit. <laughs> an so, outfit. Uh, okay. We're trying to. We're trying to. You're trying to dress him more. Dress him trying to dress him, him younger. Modern. Get him a little right. modern. But yeah, a nice outfit, some pants, and a shirt. So the big guy will be looking good. That's there. that's that's the way my daughters are. My daughters are like that. They give me Lululemon workout gear. <laughs> yeah. See, you, get, you can't wear the same stuff you're wearing in '95. In 2000, yeah. 2005. Or the, the coaching shorts. I, when I got married, my wife said the first, or not, not before we got married, but we started dating. The co- <laughs> my wife said, we're getting, first thing we're doing, we're getting rid of the coaching shorts. Back in the day. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Time to back, modernize. Back in the day, coaching, coaching shorts were a thing. Yeah, I, I remember those for sure. <laughs> All right, so how about on this edition of Jonesing for Football, a post-Father's Day edition, we take a look at uh, the father of all quarterbacks in the National Football League. What do you think of that? No, I like it. Let's get into the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Super Bowl champions, and the chances that they repeat here in 2021. We know they open the season at home against the Cowboys. On September 9th, Bill Jones, it's about 80 days away. Give us your thought on Brady and the boys down there in Tampa this season. Wow. That's a great way to kick off the season. And I think that uh, I'll reserve judgment until after I see the Cowboys in training camp. By the way, I'm going to be headed to Oxnard, California for training camp. I do the preseason games. Well, of course, won't be doing the Hall of Fame game against the Steelers, but uh, the three the Cowboys play at Arizona and then come home to play Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, and I'll be doing those games with Babe Loffenberg, as well as Daryl Johnson's doing a game. Michael Irvin's doing a game. So I have a much better handle on this team after that. So at this early date in late June, I would say the father of all quarterbacks, Tom Brady, would have the upper hand on what is a young Cowboys secondary. And I would pick Tampa Bay to win that game, but things can change between now and then. And the question you're posing is what about a repeat for this Tampa Bay team? And I think it's a team that will be better at the outset of the season than at the end of the season. So how's that for answering your question? When was the last time a team repeated? Well, Tom Brady uh, and the Patriots, 0304, Bill Jones. All right, which is also, I think, the last time a team repeated as the champion of the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, of course, the Patriots played the Eagles in that uh, championship game after the 04 season. Is there a better chance that Washington repeats as champion of the NFC East or that Tampa Bay 
repeats as champions of the NFL. What do you think of that? I would say there's a better chance the Bucs win the Super Bowl than the I think uh, so too. Washington I, football I, so team repeating the division. I agree with that. Uh, there will not be a repeat winner of the NFC East for the upteenth straight year going back. Yep. But I also don't believe there will be a repeat winner of the Super Bowl because I, I think it's just so hard to do. However, if a team was going to do it, it lays out perfectly for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to do it, not only because of the division they play in, which is something that Tom Brady benefited from and Bill Belichick for so many years in New England as well, but also the fact that they got everybody back from last year's team. That's right. They're expected to return all 22 starters, which is that's the amazing. First, yeah, which is the first time the Super Bowl champion has done that in the salary cap era. So that shows you how rare it is. At last checked, Bill Jones, the Bucs have the second best odds to win the Super Bowl with the Chiefs being the only team ahead of them. I loved the Bucs last year. I warned you. I warned you they were going to be really good. And I warned you Tom Brady was going to be great at 43 years old. And he was. And I think truthfully, Bill Jones, there's a chance he could be even better at 44. How about that? Yeah, I can see that. Especially see now that. he's got the full offseason, in-person practices, mini camps, and you know Tom loves that. And they are just loaded skill position-wise. We know they probably have the best wide receiver room in the league. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB's there, Scotty Miller's there. Tyler Johnson, I love him. He made uh, some incredible catches last year as a rookie. And then Jalen Darden, right, out of North Texas. Yeah. yeah, unless there's injuries, I don't see Jalen Darden doing a lot this year, but I like him as a future uh, player for them, yeah. fourth-round pick. And then, it, of course, they got uh, Gronk and O.J. Howard, Cameron Braid at tight end. I mean, you run down the list, and uh, they've got everything that you want. It, it's just amazing that in this day and time in the NFL, that you can put together a team and bring everybody back the next year. Uh, it's remarkable. Well, we've been I mean, it's one thing to do it if, if you're finishing with a losing record and you're building for the future, then great. Okay, but you win it all and you bring everybody back, that's managing a salary cap right there. Well, we've been told, Bill Jones, since the start of the salary cap era, it's impossible. When you win, everybody leaves and they go sign new contracts and you know everyone wants to be the big man on campus and get a brand new deal. And so that forces teams to get rid of guys. The Bucs are actually saying, ah, not so fast. It actually is possible. And I think it shows how good the atmosphere is down there in Tampa. The job that Bruce Arians is doing and the job Tom Brady is doing, kind of creating that culture in one year that Brady did it. And Arians, we know everybody on the team uh, loves BA. So I think those guys deserve some credit. And let me just hit Tom because, you know, Tom's my guy. 40 touchdown passes last year, second most in his career. And that's incredible. He only threw 12 picks. And when I look back at the season, I was really impressed with his command of the offense. I have two stats to illustrate this, Bill Jones. Number one, he was only hurried. 34 times in 
16 games. How about that? Now, with a similar offensive line the year before the Bucs O-line in, in 2019 with Jameis, they allowed 60 hurries. So Tom Brady deserves a handful of credit for that. The other one, and then I'll let you respond because these are kind of in-depth, but I think they're interesting. Last year, Brady only threw the ball away. So either he didn't have time or he didn't know, you know, he didn't have anyone to go to in the offense. So a throwaway. 13 times last season. Compared to 2019, his last year in New England, he had 40 throwaways. So that just shows you how confident Brady was, how comfortable Brady was in the offense, which is remarkable, again, considering the virtual offseason and all that sort of stuff. That is wild. And uh, it shows when you put together two great offensive minds, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, and there was, as it was well documented, it, it wasn't all smooth sailing all season long. I mean, yep. they, they had, they had to learn as they went along. And in fact, it, you know, it was getting close to around Thanksgiving where things were really rocky for them, but they, they fought through all that stuff. They worked through it, got on the same page and they were able to make their run at the end of the season, which you, you go back and really analyze Brady's teams uh, with the Patriots. And there was a lot of that going on then. Uh, even here in Dallas, you go back to the 90s. And, you know, when Troy Aikman leads the Cowboys to three Super Bowl titles in four years, looking back on it, oh, everything was was glorious. And then, you know, they won every game by three touchdowns or whatever. That's how we remember it now. Well, it wasn't like that. You know, it's it's a this is a tough league to win in. And so the whole processing is one of Brady's greatest attributes as a player on the team on an individual play processing information in order to get the ball out and everything well in the bigger picture the processing of information even in game planning week to week it's a work in progress week to week and it's something that by the end of the season he had it down arians had it down give credit to the offensive coordinator as well getting it down to where they had it to where the the thing was was running as, as well as any offense in the league at the end of the year yeah you make a great point not all smooth sailing. Remember, they were seven and five at one point. There was talk that the Bucs wouldn't even make the playoffs. And they didn't lose from December on. How about that? And you mentioned that offense, they were top 10 in yards, top five in scoring. And so they're going to be just as good this year, if not better, uh, with everybody a little bit more comfortable. How about we hit that defense, Bill Jones? Because this is kind of the underrated side of that team. They were actually top 10 in yards and scoring defensively last year, which obviously we saw in the Super Bowl was the major reason that they blew the Chiefs off the field. Yep, and, and the way those uh, edge rushers played, JPP and uh, Shaq Barrett at the end of the season in the playoffs last year, that was huge. Levante David's been a great player throughout his career at the linebacker. And the addition of Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, we said it coming into the season last year, he was going to make a, as big an impact as any rookie in the league uh, on the defensive side of the ball as a rookie last year, and it showed throughout the year. He's only going to be better this year. I give a lot of credit. Like I mentioned, Byron Leftwich on offense, the offensive coordinator. Uh, Bruce Arians has put a terrific staff together, and Todd Bowles is a defensive coordinator. It doesn't come much better than him as far as putting – 
players in position to make plays. What I like best about this bunch, this, this Bucks team, they have a great combination of talent, age, and personalities. And so they've got a lot of guys in their prime. They've got a handful of skilled young players and, of course, a couple veterans to, you know, set the standard in the building. And you really see that on defense. Sue and JPP, those guys are those veteran leaders. You mentioned uh, iconic type players. Exactly. Exactly. Shaq, Barrett, Levante, David, those are dudes in the prime of their career. And they are both great players. And then they've got some young studs as well. Devin White is just a monster. Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Antoine Winfield. All those guys are mid to early 20-year-old guys, and they're all playing at a high level. And so the defense is great. You mentioned Todd Bowles. I thought this was interesting about the coaching staff there. Not only do they bring back all 22 starters, which is expected, they're also bringing back almost all their coaches, which is just a little weird to me. Normally, when a team wins a Super Bowl, other squads can't wait to pluck those coordinators, you know. But it was weird to me that Bulls and Byron Leftwich never really seemed to be uh, finalists for any of the seven head coaching jobs. Instead, Nick Sirianni gets a job. Brandon Staley gets a job. Did you think that was a little weird? It was. And one of the problems with that is the timing, as we've seen year in and year out with the NFL, the head coaches are getting hired before the Super Bowl is played. And so a, a team can't really hire the head coach. Now, there are they can go ahead and interview as they go through the playoff process and everything, but it's a it's really a disadvantage to a Todd Bowles who has NFL head coaching experience. Uh, when teams got vacancies and you're in the first round of the playoffs when those jobs come open and they know that if the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl, they're not going to have their head coach until mid-February. And it's almost combine time by the time. Uh, and so they're missing so much. And so if they've got another option, they will go there. Bowles and Byron Leftwich are two guys that are going to be high on everybody's radar this year. And that may, if they make a run to the Super Bowl this year, at least one of those coaches is getting a head coaching job, maybe both of them. I hope so. How about their schedule? Pretty manageable, actually. Tampa Bay, second. Hey, that's a, that's a knock on the Cowboys. Second easiest schedule in the league, Dr. Jones. I know you're pumped for week one, Bucks Cowboys. I'm pumped for week four, October 3rd, Sunday night football. Brady and the Bucks in Foxborough. Versus the <laughs> Patriots. That has game of the year written all over it, right? Wow, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Who's going to be playing quarterback for the Patriots in that game? I will say that could be the final game of the Cam Newton era. <laughs> and they could be going to Mac Jones after that. All right, so to wrap things up, You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going how far? I say they are not going back to the Super Bowl. They will win the division. They will get knocked out before going to the Super Bowl. I can't tell you right now who's knocking them out exactly. But, in fact, I'll have them knocked out. They're going to be playing at home, so it's tough. Yep. Even though you got to give the Bucs credit, something that people forgot. They won all the playoff games on the road. That's right. 
That's right. That was incredible. Except for the last one. Exactly. Except for the <laughs> Super Bowl. Exactly. So how far you got them going? I'm making the prediction, Bill Jones. I'm saying right now they're going back to the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if they're going to win it, but I'm saying I think the NFC is down a little bit this year overall. So I'm saying the Bucks go back. And I hope they do win it because I want to see Brady wasted at another parade <laughs> and throwing the Super Bowl trophy from boat to boat again. I want a repeat of that. Oh, wow. And again, that week four matchup against the Patriots is going to be something. You know what we need on here on Jonesing for football? We need to find somebody somewhere who has close ties with that New England team to see how those Patriots might be looking this year. I wonder if there's anybody that we could reach out to. I've got a guy, Bill Jones. His oh, name, you do? His name is Mike Giardi. NFL network reporter, my man, uh, lives in Foxborough. He's been covering the Patriots forever. And we're going to get him on the podcast. That's coming up on the next edition of Jones Team for Football. New England just finished their minicamp. Obviously, a ton to talk about with them. Bill, Cam, Mac, so much to talk about. And you know what? We might even ask him a Brady question or two because he knows a thing or two about Tom Brady. Yeah, and I, I see he's also reporting on the Dolphins. So we'll take a look at the, the Patriots, the AFC East, Tom Brady, and much more. You have so many connections in this league. It's just remarkable, young Cody. Well, I've got some good friends and um, a lot of guys around the league. Uh, NFL Network connections, we'll call it that. Um, but I'm a lucky <laughs> dude for sure. All right. Well, that does it for this edition of Jonesing for Football. Can't wait to talk about those New England Patriots on the next edition with Mike Giardi. Cody, great job once again. Enjoyed it, Bill Jones. Have a good week, and I'll talk to you soon.